Hey friends, welcome to Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. It's your host, Helen Edwards, and I wanted to do a little intro on today's podcast. It's actually a re- uh, pre-recorded special presentation that me and Jane Lorenz collaborated on. It was called Claim Your Spotlight Now. Jane Lorenz is a mentor, speaker, and publisher at Jane Lorenz Kismet Books. So if you are a writer or aspiring author, this is definitely the podcast for you. I'd love to hear your feedback. Remember, sharing is caring. And if you are interested in working with me, take a look at my site, sexyfreedom.com or sexyfreedommedia.com. And don't forget, I've got two retreats coming up here in May and in September of 2021. And that's going to be held in Arizona and California. So take a look and jump on board. For now, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast, a place to discuss pain, passion, and pursuits. I want to feel alive, breathe, make some moves, protect the throne. This is Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. Recording. Hey, everybody, welcome. To claim your spotlight now. I'm Helen Edwards, author of Nothing Sexier Than Freedom. Hey, and I'm Jane Lorenz, publisher of Your Inner Evolution. (laughs) Thanks, Helen. (laughs) Love it. Perfect. So welcome to Your Spotlight Now. We're going to jump right into our PowerPoint. Yes. All right, everyone. It's my turn to go first. So I hope you can all hear me okay. Oh, again, thank you for joining us today. Helen and I are so excited you're here. And and for those of you catching the replay, hello to you too. And so we're going to dive right in. Monetize your message. Your story matters because you matter. And there's never been a better time to share your story. At the end of the day, you know, stories are what connect us with others with people all around the world you know by sharing our stories we are able to identify ourselves in other people's stories and and hopefully by sharing our stories we can inspire others that are going through similar experiences and then giving them somewhat of a of a roadmap right to that life full of prosperity that we all dream of and so your success story is basically your way to showcase your brilliance. It's part of your your purpose, you know, is, is sharing your mission and your vision with your audience. Your mission being what do you do and why do you do what you do, right? And with who? And so your vision is basically the, the vision that you have for yourself, for your business, for, for your legacy, so to speak. Right. And so in a world nowadays where it's, it's so much more prevalent, you know, what's in it for me, this is a very classy way of not just telling people what you do to get their attention, but like I said, to connect via storytelling, to show them what's possible for them, you know, and it's able to give you instant credibility. So by becoming a published author, you are then 
given that instant credibility and you're not just some fly by night twit girl on social media, you know, blending in at the bottom with everybody else, right? You let the world know that you are in it to win it. And it brings the know, like, and trust factor to a whole other level when you're talking about the hierarchy of desire. It's the example that I like to give with this is the difference between a general doctor and a specialist and then a certified specialist in that area. So for example, I had a mole on my upper lip. And so I mentioned it to my primary care doctor and she said to me, oh, you know, that looks like you need to go to a dermatologist for that. It's, it's a little bit out of my, my wheelhouse. You know, I thought it was just like this pimple gone rogue, right? <laughs> so I go to the dermatologist and she's like, no, no. She's like, this might have deep roots and you're going to probably need to have a plastic surgeon to take care of that. So I ended up having to go to a surgeon and had it removed and stitches and all that. But my point being, I wanted the best of the best. I didn't just take matters into my own hands and I didn't just leave it to anybody, right? And so it's the same thing with your audience who is looking for you, you that, that are sharing your unique gifts and talents the way only you can. You have to have faith that you are that expert. You are that industry standard, right? And so by showing up as a published author in that position of authority, you're able to not only fill your audience and your programs and whatnot, but also command top dollar for that as well. Which brings me to my next slide, please, Helen. Talking about authentic authority. And so e pluribus unum, out of many one, there are so many different ways to become a published author these days now more than ever. You don't just have to go through the traditional route. And, you know, while it's great to have that New York Times bestseller accolade, you know, in a world where you can pay to play to get onto that list, you know, last time I checked, it was about $50,000. Again, it takes away from the authenticity of it, right? And so I don't know about you, but I don't have 50 grand laying around just to have those bragging rights that I'm a New York Times bestseller, right? My motivating factor is sharing my story and getting as many people to be able to hear about it and read about it as possible. And so the hybrid model is a step up from the self-publishing model because the majority of the clients that I work with, they already have very successful businesses that they're running or they're working in very high-end professions, right? So they don't have the time nor the desire to learn all the intricacies of publishing. <laughs> and, you know, believe it or not, when you get to a certain level, right, you recognize the power and the beauty of delegating. So they're, they're the ones that have no problem passing it on to, again, an expert that knows what they're doing in order to get their work done. And so imagine having an experience where you write your book that feels like a day at the spa, right? Versus a smelly locker room. You know, there's, there's this um, very aggressive marketing messaging going on out there you know they call it bro marketing you know and um it's the equivalent of you know begging right energetic begging going into people's 
private messages and asking them to work with you or asking them to join your group. You know, it's, it's, it's that beggar energy. And um, there's nothing classy about that. And the thing is, I want you to show up like a queen or a king and not some peasant. You know, your work has value. And unless and until you value your work, no one else will. So that's the, the main thing that we really work on together when, we, when I work with my clients is really just owning your power and really just claiming your authority in whatever it is that you're doing. And so that leads me to the lighthouse effect where you just get to stand there and shine. You know, it's not about you chasing people. It's that's the magnetic marketing that, that you're seeing more and more of these days. I mean, I don't know about you. I see it everywhere now, maybe because I'm in it, right? And so a great way for people to find you is to position yourself where your ideal clients are, right? And so did you know that Amazon is actually the number one search engine for books? It beats Google. So why not number one bestseller? On, public, on being published on Amazon, right? Which brings me to the next slide, please, Helen. Getting published. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about the ugly truth about publishing that a lot of publishers don't want you to know. <laughs> and that is that there's pretty much no money to be made in book sales. You know, I'll just give you a brief rundown really quick and you can decide for yourself, but basically this is how it works. Let's say your book is retailing for $20. In order to have it qualify for Amazon Prime, you're going to have to give 50 to 55% of the split to Amazon. So Amazon takes 55, right? So we'll just keep it at 50. Keep, keep the math simple here, you know? And so from a $20 book, now you're down to 10. Now it's going to cost about six, seven, eight dollars, depending on how um you know, how many pages your book has. We don't know until we go to final print. But on average, let's say it's $7 to get your book printed and distributed. You're left with $3. Now, let's just say your average phone bill, my phone bill, my cell phone bill is $2.25 a month. At $3 a book, I would have to sell 75 books every single month in order to just pay my cell phone bill. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know 75 people, right? And I don't know 75 people that would even want to buy my book. You know, that is if I'm relying on friends and family to buy my book, right? This is why we do the number one bestseller campaign for you. We harness the power of our audience that we uh, partner with that has been doing this for uh, close to 20 years now, right? And so... It brings me to my next point, your bragging rights, right? Like how much better would it be to just, you know, walk in there like a boss and not have to beg anybody to buy your book and not have to rely on friends and family to, you know, <laughs> keep you in your cell phone, right? And so the bragging rights goes to another level, which is basically when I go on social media, you know, right under everybody's name is, is a little space there for their bio. And as a Telesummit host and producer, and I know podcast producers do this as well, um, you know, we look for your bio. This is your bio section. So there's that trifecta, right? The coach, speaker, author, right? And so that makes you more desirable to not only potential collaborators, but also to your clients as well. 
Because like I said, it's that authentic authority and it lets people know that you're in this for the long haul. And so instead of promoting yourself, instead of promoting your, your book, I want to show you how you can promote yourself and your services by helping you create the high-end offers, right? That you know that you have inside you. And that's why I call it the diamond mine, because there is a, a mine of diamonds within you that, you know, what they say, a diamond is a lump of coal that did exceptionally well under pressure. And so if you've ever felt any pressure in your life, just have heart and just know that it's all going to be worth it in the end. <laughs> and so going through and really um, deciding, you know, when the time to become that published author is for you, you know, time is of the essence more than ever, like I mentioned earlier. And not only that, but it's basically to memorialize your life experiences to help inspire others, and to really create a legacy of love that will live on long after you're here. And so to talk more about the writing process, now I'm going to send it over to Helen, and she's going to take over from here. Thanks so much, Jane. All right. Well, welcome, writers and aspiring authors. My name is Helen Edwards, and I'm going to talk about confidence and action. First, a little fun fact about me. I'm an international author, mentor, coach. I'm a yoga retreat leader. I'm the host of the podcast, Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. And I am a public speaker. I'm a cheerleader of freedom, self-love, personal growth. And I'm really well known for coining the term protect the throne, which is protecting your mind, body, and spirit. And with that, I'm going to jump into action. When it comes to action, I'm a big believer in confidence. Confidence in your pursuit is our first slide, becoming a successful author. Success can mean different things to many people. And for me, success in becoming an author was just that. That was my success. Having an idea in my head, a visual of what I foresaw and that becoming a reality and manifesting into something in my hands. The day that you open the box and you see your book, your pamphlet, you know, or even seeing the ebook on Amazon or Barnes and Nobles is just such a magnificent feeling. That idea that you started at the beginning, you committed to the process, and now you have your ultimate goal in front of you which is committing to the process. When you're committing to the process, I'd like to encourage you to change the word process in your mind and place your name, committing to whoever you are, committing to your dreams, to your goals. Commitment is so huge. It doesn't mean that you're committing to, you know, completing your book in 30 days. There's no time limit on it, unless you put a time limit on it, then you commit to that time limit, whatever it is for me, what I try to do to trick myself, because I had such a hard time with commitment in the past. <laughs> I mean, hard time with commitment in everything. What I did for me is I changed my perspective. And I said, I'm now in a relationship with commitment. 
that not only translated into my relationships, but also with writing a book. It took me five years to complete my first book, Nothing Sexier Than Freedom. And there's so many times I wanted to give up. And when you are a writer or aspiring author and you're beginning your journey, you start to get overwhelmed with all of the information out there. There's so many books and pamphlets and workshops and presentations and, you know, people out there who are promising, you know, for you to learn this, for you to learn that, for you to, you know, and it does get overwhelming. It gets sometimes overwhelming to the point that you actually don't even want to begin in the first place. So this is where your commitment comes into play because once you're committed, you're going to stay committed until that you see that the process is finished. And which brings me into investing in your goals and dreams. Nothing is for free. Yes, this is a free event that we're offering, but you are investing your time for this valuable free information. Again, you invested your time. So when you're investing in your goals and dreams, you've got to tell yourself, this is what I'm committed to. It is now time to invest time, money, you know, um, investing in turning your old beliefs into new beliefs. You know, you are starting to change. You're going from one comfort zone to another zone. You've got to be willing to invest in your goals and dreams. Some of that includes investing financial. You know, you're going to have to place your money where you want to see your dreams come true. I'm a big believer in investing because when you look at it as I'm paying for this or I'm about to fork all my money over to this or, you know, I just spent all this money on a coach, a publisher, a, you know, a mentor (laughs) or this program or that course, when you look at it like a, like you're coming from a place of lack, of course, that's going to hurt. You know, it's going to sting because it's coming from a place of lack. But if you're looking at, at it, like I'm investing in my goals and dreams, you know, I spent $8,000. What my first view was I spent $8,000 on my book. But when I turned it around and I said, I invested $8,000, that investment came back to me three times because I started to realize that the investment was so worth it. My dream, that idea of having that book in my head is now in my hands. That was even worth more than 8,000. That was worth everything to me. So invest in your goals and dreams, create a new relationship with commitment and investing. Your audience is everywhere. From the moment that you even decide to write a book, your audience is everywhere. There are people that are going to help you, that are going to support you. One of the mistakes that I made early on was I didn't jump on social media platforms. I was afraid of people knowing about my idea of writing a book because I wasn't sure if I would commit all the way through to writing the book. Whether or not you have doubts about yourself, jump on promoting and content creation right away because you're going to start to gain a following eventually and people want to know and see your process. This is how you connect with your audience. 
when I began finally getting on social media platforms, I realized that I wasn't solely involved in the idea of having, you know, 2000 followers. I looked at it as more as I have 2000 audience members. Think of it like you're a speaker. How many people do you want to see out there watching you? If you have 500 followers, that's 500 people watching you. Sure, maybe not every single person is watching you all the time because let's just say you throw a post up and you only get two hearts or two likes, but yet you have 3,000 followers. You can't look at it like that because a lot of people don't even acknowledge you with a like, but they are really watching you. So that's very key to understand. Social media platforms, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, you know, TikTok, Twitter, um, anything you have, connect with your audience, show genuine interest in who they are, and they'll show genuine interest in who you are. I like to call it make some noise. I make noise with my personal life. I make noise with my business life. I like to keep it equal and balanced. One of the things I'm known for is inspirational quotes. I know that people can find inspirational quotes on my page. If they're seeking inspiration, motivation, some type of good, feel good feeling, they know they can find it on my page. And when they go to my page and they're seeking that extra boost of information or inspiration, <laughs> inspiration, they will find information on my book, on my you know, coaching, my public speaking events, my retreats, everything then on. So remember that your social media platforms is an extension of you to your audience, which brings me to purpose and passion. Everybody, you hear it all the time. Do not forget your whys. If you forget why you're doing everything, remember your whys. I'm going to plant a seed onto about my whys because I think it can offer you something to maybe influence your why or bring you know, a higher calling to your purpose and passion. One of the first whys for me is that life can end at any moment. We've all heard life is short. Life is but a blink of an eye. Death is very real. It happens to all of us. It's, it's inevitable, but it's not, you know, I don't want to look at it like such a negative view. What I want to highlight is that you are alive right now. And should something happen, God forbid, you have something to leave behind to your friends and family. You know, my brother passed way too soon. And I, to this day, you know, it was many years ago. I, to this day, am constantly looking for things he left behind. I want to see his videos. I want to see, hear his voice. I want to read whatever he wrote. And that is, can be left for your friends and your family. So like, you know, Jane mentioned earlier, your legacy time is of the essence. It is, and it's really important. And if it's not death, then maybe it's old age. You know, you want to leave something behind for the younger generation, maybe for your grandkids, maybe for your great nieces and nephews, or maybe for, you know, somebody who gets a hold of your book, which brings me to my second reason of my why is children. Children and teens are always watching us. Whether you're writing a nonfiction, a fiction, a 
you know, what your first, first book is all about your life biography. Your second book is a children's book or, you know, about vampires. <laughs> Kids still want to see that you did it. We can do it. And also we got to keep books alive. We've got to keep the written word alive, you know, with all the social media and all the videos out there that for short attention spans, there are people who seek deeper writing. And that's, that's us. That's the writers. That's aspiring authors. That's the authors, you know, that's us. We got to keep books alive, whether it's eBooks, magazines, blogs, or books. It doesn't matter, you know, just help us keep it alive. So purpose and passion. What is your, why, why are you doing this? When you start comparing yourself to other authors or, you know, other writers who are who seemingly more successful than you, you got to remember coming back to social media platforms. It's a, you know, it's a stage. People will see what you will show them. So you're in control. And when you get overwhelmed with, you know, everything out there, that's when you got to bring it back to your purpose and passion. Action is so important action, 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 um, get out of your comfort zone, fill the fear and do it anyways, and create the action. And that's action on social media. That's action with yourself, you know, daily that's writing that is talking about it and being about it. So me and Jane have a gift for you. Yes, we do. <laughs> that was great, Helen, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and so, yeah, my gift is a, um, a PDF slash checklist that I've put together. It's called Your Six-Figure Book Launch. And it's basically what not to do and oh, what to do and sometimes more importantly, what not to do <laughs> to ensure that you have a successful launch. And so, yeah, so anybody that uh, signed up for the Zoom will automatically receive a copy of this. So there's nothing else that you need to do, but wait till you hear Helen's gift to you. <laughs> Go ahead, Helen. Yeah, thank you, Jane. So because I'm about action, what I'm offering is a 21 day confidence challenge PDF. So if you go on my page, sexy freedom LLC on Facebook, and you place a review, I will send you and also mention that you, you know, you participated in, in this, this presentation. Um, and then I'll reach out to you for your email, but basically, um, I will send you a 21 day confidence challenge full of fun, confidence actions. You can take now to get you out of your head and into your courage. Confidence is, there's so many people looking for confidence. I'm sure you are looking for confidence some days and you can have action, but if you pair confidence up with that, your energy is highlighted. People feel that through the internet. It's insane. And they gravitate towards you. So these are just 21 fun confidence actions you can take now. Oh, I love it, Helen. And I'm telling you, you're going to have Helen's voice in your head uh, way <laughs> for, forever <laughs> in a good way, in a great way. 
love it. I love it. Yeah. And I just want to leave you guys with this quote, you know, very few perfectionists ever publish their books. And, you know, like Helen was saying, it, it, you can have all the great ideas in the world, but unless you take action, you're never going to get anything done. And perfectionism is really the, the, the killer of so many dreams and desires. And it's the ability to push through that and, and reframe the, the fears that keep you from taking that action. And so that 21 day challenge absolutely is, is going to be possibly the thing that, that is the difference between having the book in your head or holding the book in your hands, like Helen was saying. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we just want to, we want to thank you. Um, You know, here's some information on the screen. Uh, If you want to reach out to us, uh, we'd love for you to follow us and, you know, send us an email if you have any questions or, you know, write it in the comments, please share this. And we want you, we want to see your dreams come true because we know how great it feels when our dreams came true. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Wishing you all the best, all of you here live and everyone on the replay. And um, thank you so much for taking time. And um, yeah, we'll see you on social media. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining. (laughs) Bye bye. Want to hear more? Visit us at sexyfreedommedia.com.